What is the headline today? And there's probably multiple headlines, but what's the key thing we should be focused on when it comes to President Trump and the legal issues? Well, this hour, the Trump defense team is expected to offer its response to the request for a protective order made by Special Counsel Jack Smith late last week. What's this all about? The prosecutors pointed to something that Trump did on social media late last week, this uh, statement on social media, if you come for me, I'm coming for you. And they say that the former president, when he's presented with all of the testimony that the prosecution has so far collected before the grand jury, that the former president might just publicly talk about that testimony, use it to threaten witnesses or intimidate witnesses, and therefore the judge in this case should do something to prevent that and hold it off. Now, the defense attorney is are uh, set to make their response to, to that notion public this hour. So we're waiting for that filing. The judge, Tanya Chutkin, will issue her ruling thereafter, and then we'll have more to talk about there. Uh, the former president on his social media channels over the last 48 hours or so has been talking about Judge Chutkin, talking about Washington, D.C., talking about the prosecutor, Jack Smith, and his attorney, John Loro, did a round of interviews yesterday morning in which he said that he is convinced that the testimony that will be presented to the jury will prove the former president's innocence, that he didn't have criminal intent, and that he was merely following the advice of attorneys who gave him a way that he could pursue things within the, the bounds of the Electoral Count Act, Article 2 of the Constitution and the 12th Amendment. Uh, the prosecution obviously has a very different take on that, and that is that the former president engaged in a corrupt scheme to apply pressure unduly on state officials to uh, conspire to have Trump activists send a false slate of electors from several states here to Washington, D.C., to have the former president, vice president of the United States reject those uh, proper electors certified by the governors of the states, reflecting the popular will of the people in the states, and instead accept the fake Trump electors sent by activists, all to undermine American democracy. That's the long and short of it. So that's the headline, which is to say, like, you're right, <laughs> a lot of different things to look at as we follow the Trump criminal case here in Washington, D.C. So the president also will seek a change of venue, saying that he cannot receive a fair trial in the nation's capital, and then he went on to rail against the latest indictment. Others have tried related to election stuff in the last year and a half to also get a change of venue. None of them have succeeded. What is the president saying? What's likely to happen on the change of venue front? Well, uh, the experts are telling us that in order to get a change of venue, you first have to demonstrate that you simply cannot, after having tried, find 12 impartial jurors in a jurisdiction. And they say that what, what, it's not enough just to simply look at the two-and-a-half-year-old election results and say that the people of a particular area are inherently biased against the defendant by a function of the expressed view of the voters in the last election but that you know, you've tried in through the voir dire process to find 12 fair-minded people to assess the facts of the case, and therefore you have no choice but to move the case outside of that jurisdiction. This argument has been made by defense attorneys for other January 6th defendants unsuccessfully. 
There's not been a single instance in the district court here in Washington where the, the defense attorneys have, pre- have prevailed in the argument that the people of D.C. are so heavily politically biased against January 6th defendants that they can't fairly assess the facts. And there are some cases where, on some charges, January 6th defendants have been acquitted or the prosecution has failed to prove the case, which is a pretty strong argument against the idea that the people of D.C. are, as a, as a matter of course and across the board universally, unwilling to hear a case fairly. ABC's Stephen Portnoy is with us. Stephen, has this slowed the president's momentum on the campaign trail at all? The former president, excuse uh, Not me? if you look at the polls. Uh, look, I mean, the biggest challenge that the former president will face is in the general election if he is the nominee of the Republican Party. The best argument that his challengers in the Republican debate are making is that he will have that difficult that uh, difficult matchup against the incumbent Democrat, as unpopular as Joe Biden is. Now, in Donald Trump's favor is a recent poll showing it's neck and neck between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. ABC's Stephen Portnoy in the nation's capital. Stephen, thank you so much. You bet.